0: SAFM values your views. Be an active citizen. It is uh, 12 minutes now after 4 o'clock in conversation next with Crispin Piri, who's the spokesperson for the Department of Justice and Constitutional Development. <laughs> Earlier today, the Ministry of Justice and Constitutional Development kicked off a two-day conference that seeks to review the criminal justice system. And the theme is strengthening the integrated criminal justice system to keep our people safe and secure. Deputy President Paul Mashatile addressed the conference where he highlighted the commitment um, the government has made to fight crime and corruption. The Minister of Justice, Ronald mula addressed the conference emphasizing the importance of victim-centered approach uh, to criminal justice system is imperative in attaining a safer society. We speak to Crispin Piranex, who's the spokesperson um, for um, the Minister of Justice, uh, that is the Minister of Justice, Ronald Lamula Crispin, good afternoon and thank you so much for making time for us.
1: Good afternoon, Aldrin, and good afternoon to our
0: SSM listeners. Let's speak about uh, the intention behind this summit um, strengthening the integrated criminal justice system to keep our people safe and secure. What, wh- wh- why? What, 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 what is it that the department may have noted? Or, or is it something where the department is saying that we have come up with concerns that have been raised, and therefore we felt that it's important to have such a summit that brings together all of the stakeholders?
1: Uh, yes, the latter is also true. Uh, you may recall that in November, the Minister of Justice appointed a panel led by retired uh, Justice Lehodi uh, from um, Mpumalanga to lead some research on the reforms that are required in the criminal justice system and assist the South African Law Reform Commission to produce a report. So that report will be presented to this conference um, on the findings that they have Uh, found and what can be changed around the criminal justice system, but overall the thrust of the conference looks at how victim-centric the criminal justice system is, and also how we can modernize the Criminal Procedure Act, Aldrin. The Criminal Procedure Act is exactly 50 years old. Uh, It was an act that was developed in 1977, so it is quite outdated, it doesn't cater for a number of technological developments that we now have in our society. For example, the ability to have a a trial over a virtual platform, for example. How do you assess a witness virtually? Those are things that we are now grappling with as a society. And we are looking at ways to develop the Criminal Procedure Act so that it meets the imperatives of the society that we live in today, but also matches the imperatives of a constitutional democracy where we balance the rights of a victim as well as the rights of an accused.
0: Is this also with the intention of trying to speed up um, the processes when it comes to dealing with cases before the judiciary, especially the criminal, um, criminal cases before the judiciary? Because sometimes you find that there are issues around the transportation of, of inmates, or maybe it's the distance is too far, or that the inmate doesn't want to, um, want to leave um, the holding cells or the prison where they're being kept at.
1: Yes, that's an astute ob-
0: observation. Uh, one of the things that we have been able to do by
1: agreement, but it's not legislated for, is audiovisual remand um, uh, proceedings that we do from our correctional centers from time to time, where we don't have to drive in the inmate knowing very well that the matter is going to be postponed. We can make them appear in court, at least virtually, then the matter is remanded. That's one of the, the things that we would want the Criminal Procedure Act to expressly provide for. Uh, but also you make the observation around delays sometimes. Some of the delays that we do see in the matters that are before court are sometimes frivolous points in limine that litigants take up, and we find that the Criminal Procedure Act can be a lot more, can be streamlined, rather, and so that some of these uh, unnecessary points in limine are eliminated completely so that the trials proceed at a lot more faster pace. And that's the feedback that we get directly from the National Prosecuting Authority, as they are at the cold face of the criminal justice system in our court.
0: And digitizing um, the, the, um, the, the processes of the judiciary as well. I remember the former chief justice of the country had said that um, there was somebody who was willing to sponsor, um, I think, around 600 million rand um, to upgrade the systems of uh, the judiciary. Is this something that you are looking into at all? Yeah, unfortunately, we never got to get to the bottom of that. Yeah. But yes, uh, this is something that's a major
1: priority, modernizing the criminal justice system yeah. and the court system as a whole is a, is a priority of our administration. And there have been a number of developments in that regard. For example, in the Magistrates' office, we have now gone fully online, although that's not part of the criminal justice system per se. But some of the developments there can be used as experience for what would then be required for the criminal justice system itself. And in fact, even in the court systems, we now have, at least in Houding, um, a system called Case, Case Online, where parties are able to file online and receive the court records online, and it's a lot more efficient. So we are in the process of modernizing the criminal justice system and the justice system as a whole, and there have been significant developments in that regard.
0: I know that you speak about um, the judge president that was appointed to uh, to look at this particular review that the minister has requested, but how different is this um, to the um, to the work that was done by the former president of the country, Khalim Mutlante, when he was appointed by parliament to look into some laws um, that have been adopted by the country and whether or not they're sufficient. I know that it goes far beyond um, just um, civil law, but also deals with criminal law.
1: There was a the high-level panel review yes. that looked at uh, legislation that still still exists that is of the apartheid era in our society. Uh, and so some of this legislation, even in fact the, the Criminal Procedure Act itself, is a legislation that was passed by an unjust apartheid regime. But if you look at the ethos of the legislation, it was still workable in a sense. So it's part of the laws that we still kept on the statute book. But the more we... Analyze it against the Constitution. We find that there are some parts that maybe do not meet the full requirements of the Constitution. For example, the element of it being more victim centric that really imbues the principle of Ubuntu, for example. So, how we, the criminal justice system can have a sense of Ubuntu when you have a victim before us, do we treat that victim just as a witness and thank you for coming? and that's the end of the matter, or we can look at it from a very different perspective to ensure that the dignity of the victim of the crime is also restored in a very substantial way. That is, the, that is what we are busy with now. So this process is drilling into the technical components of the legislation to understand whether the full prescripts of the Constitution have been complied with and how do we ensure that we give true expression to a constitutional democracy through this legislation. Okay,
0: Crispin, thank you so much for your time. Just a quick one, Crispin, before I let you go. Um, the, the report from the Israeli government to the ICJ, can you confirm that the department has now received that report, or the South African government? I cannot confirm. You cannot confirm. Okay, thank you so much for your time. Uh, Crispin Piri is the spokesperson for the Department of Justice and Constitutional Development.